0: This is a broadcast of Holland United Church of Christ. At Holland UCC, we seek to open the mind and engage the heart. We are a community of justice, peace, and affirmation in Holland, Michigan, where everyone is welcome to the table.
1: Words of Integration and Guidance, Anne Sexton. There is joy in awe in the hair I brush each morning, in the towel, newly washed, that I rub my body with each morning, in the chapel of eggs I cook each morning, in the outcry from the kettle that heats my coffee each morning, in the spoon and the chair that cry, hello there, Anne, each morning, in the Godhead of the table that I set my silver plate cup upon each morning. All this is God, right here in my pea greenhouse each morning. And I mean, though I often forget, to give thanks, To faint down by the kitchen table in a prayer of rejoicing as the holy birds at the kitchen window peck into their marriage of seeds. So while I think of it, let me paint a thank you on my palm for this God, this laughter of the morning, lest it go unspoken. The joy that isn't shared, I've heard, dies young. And now, reading of scripture from Isaiah 61, verses 1 through 4 and 8 through 11. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord has anointed me. He has sent me to bring good news to the oppressed, to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and release to the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, to provide for those who mourn in Zion, to give them a garland instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, the mantle of praise instead of a faint spirit. They will be called oaks of righteousness, the planting of the Lord to display his glory. They shall build up the ancient ruins. They shall raise up the former devastations. They shall repair the ruined cities, the devastations of many generations. For I, the Lord, love justice. I hate robbery and wrongdoing. I will faithfully give them their recompense. and I will make an everlasting covenant with them. Their descendants shall be known among the nations, and their offspring among the peoples. All who see them shall acknowledge that they are a people whom the Lord has blessed. I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My whole being shall exult in my God. For he has clothed me with the garments of salvation. He has covered me with the robe of righteousness. As a bridegroom decks himself with a garland, and as a bride adorns herself with her jewels. For as the earth brings forth its shoots, and as a garden causes what is sown in it to spring up, so the Lord God will cause righteousness and praise to spring up before all the nations. Hear what the Spirit is saying to the church.
0: Thanks be to
1: God.
0: Holy Gospel according to John, the first chapter, verses 6 to 8 and 19 through 28. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify to the light so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but came to testify to the light. This is the testimony given by John when the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, Who are you? He confessed and did not deny it, but confessed, I am not the Messiah. And they asked him, What then? Are you Elijah? He said, I am not. Are you the prophet? Among you stands one whom you do not know, the one who is coming after me. I am not worthy to untie the thong of his sandal. This took place in Bethany, across the Jordan, where John was baptized. For the word of God in Scripture, for the word of God among us, for the word of God within us. It is said that a great Zen teacher instructed an initiate to sit by the stream until he learned all that the stream had to teach. And so he kind of hunkered down there, found a comfy position by the stream, probably sitting cross-legged, and looked at that stream. Listen to the stream paid attention to what was carried on the water, to the ripples, to the place where it might hit a stone and, and go left or go over the stone or go around it. And after a couple of days of sort of bending his mind around the scene and absorbing uh, what he was experiencing in the stream, suddenly a monkey came across his path, barged right into the stream, started splashing about for joy. And the student sat there and started weeping. And his teacher said, the monkey heard, you merely listened. How often in our lives don't we stand back as observers of it, observers of what's happening? We know how things flow in our lives. We could say, you know, what happens, what we do, where we go, who we are. But often we do so from a place where we're almost looking at it, watching it, not quite willing to enter into our own lives. Maybe it's pain, Or fear, or maybe we're not even aware that we're doing it. We're just allowing it to flow right by without diving right in the midst of it. But joy, I think, happens when we dive in. When we enter into our own lives. And I think sometimes this is something that can happen intentionally. Something we are conscious of doing and we make that step. But I think sometimes it's also something that can happen to us in certain moments. And we can kind of suddenly see what we didn't see before. Marianne Williamson said, Joy is what happens to us. When we allow ourselves to recognize how good things really are. Joy is what happens when we allow ourselves to recognize how good things really are. The other day I was playing a game with two of my kids, my two youngest, and we're just kind of sitting there on the living room floor playing a game and, you know, whatever, just hanging out. Uh, I was probably losing and you uh, know, they're there doing their thing, I'm doing my thing, There's some laughter, some fighting. But suddenly I just had this moment where I just felt like I saw what was happening. These are my kids, my own flesh and blood, two people that I adore more than just about any other humans on the planet. No offense to you all.. <laughs> But you know what I mean? It's just like, this is amazing. This is unreal. I'm going to look back in 50 years, and I would give anything to have that moment right now. But I'm having it right now. Joy is what happens when we allow ourselves to recognize how good things really are. And of course I probably ruined the moment by saying some dad thing like, you guys are the best, or I love you guys, or, you know, rubbing my hand in their hair, and that certainly spoiled it. spoiled it. But sometimes life has us constricted. Sometimes we find ourselves in moments of struggle, pain, or challenge clenching. Clenching physically but also kind of an internal clenching. And in that state, joy feels like the furthest thing possible. In that moment, it seems we're not too worried about joy. We're just trying to breathe, just trying to get through that moment. And perhaps what can help us, what can help us in those times is a practice or... Something uh, that will just allow us to feel what our body is feeling and to release it. Maybe a walk outside, even in December, breathing in that cold air, hearing a bird chirp if there are still birds around, noticing the beauty of a tree without its leaves, or seeing the snow falling and trying to really see it because if we can just breathe perhaps we can open up to even more and so I think it's possible even amid pain to find joy but I think it's also true that we need space to say I just don't have any joy right now I'm just not feeling whatever you all are feeling are happy or bubbly. Deck the halls with bows of holly. No, I'd rather deck someone right now. You know, We need space to be able to say that and to, for it to be okay. In fact, in a week and a half we're having a blue Christmas service a week from Thursday on the winter solstice. And we're going to gather right in here, maybe in a circle and have some candles and just a, span, a space to hold the darkness on that longest night of the year together, and to share that the season for everyone isn't boughs of holly or fa la la la. And so we need that space. In Isaiah 61, which Corey read for us, we heard a few things where things were challenging. The oppressed are mentioned, the brokenhearted, captives, prisoners, people in mourning. Acknowledging the struggles that were happening in his day, and that of course we know happen in our day as well. Last week's Sunday, I read a few of the current headlines, and as I did that, I could just see like we were all sinking a little bit lower in the weight of what's happening in our world. And as we look around, sometimes we can wonder what is happening, and we can feel almost swallowed up by the pain and the struggle. But then in the midst of our text, in Isaiah 61, suddenly we hear God speaking, and God says, I, the Lord, love justice. I, the Lord, love justice. Advent, if it is about anything, is about that one simple, single line. God saying, I love justice. Justice, meaning equity, fairness, Flourishing the making of things whole again. Whether individuals or communities or the whole creation. Our gospel reading said, There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to the light. That light course, being Jesus, whose birth we anticipate in this season of waiting, and Jesus in his first recorded public sermon in his hometown in Nazareth, no pressure there, they handed him the gospel of Isaiah, and he read the very words from our text today, the spirit of the Lord is upon me to bring good news to the poor, release for the prisoners, sight for the blind, freedom for the oppressed. And then he sat down and said, this today is fulfilled in your hearing. Advent comes during the darkest part of the year and reminds us that no matter how dark or how bleak things are, God has not forgotten us. In fact, God has entered in. God has not just sat by observing. God has said, I am joining in fully. So we can have joy because we know no matter how dark the night gets, we know the light is coming and John was a witness to that light and we, like him, bear witness to it. Carlos Santana, that great theologian, (laughs) said, if you carry joy in your heart, you can heal any moment. We used that in our litany this morning. If you carry joy in your heart, you can heal any moment. Maybe he's overstating that a bit, but there's something to that. And I think we've been around folks who are filled with a deep gladness that splashes over into us. And sometimes we're removed from our own lives by pain by struggle, by uncertainty. But joy is found when we don't just observe our lives, but we enter into them fully. And Advent reminds us that God loves justice and that God entered our world fully on that starry night so long ago and that God enters our world still. Joy is what happens when we allow ourselves To recognize how good things really are. Amen. Namaste. You are invited to join us for worship on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. at the Holland Area Arts Council in downtown Holland. And for more information, how to get involved, or to support our work, like us on Facebook or visit hollanducc.org.